Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez, and I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the Radio Airways, having defended that title now for better than three decades. And straight up, today, we're talking in boxing hour, number one. We're talking about NFL. Of course, the NFL in the air this week. Let's talk about the NFL players, the football players that were professional boxers. Quite a few. We'll talk about that. We'll bring in a guest for that. We'll talk about the upcoming UFC show in hour number two. Of course, UFC just rocking and rolling into 2015. I'm telling you, as far as boxing and MMA is concerned, I think you're both poised for near record years. I kid you not. And you can throw Floyd Mayweather out of the picture. Whether he decides to fight Manny Pacquiao or not, and evidently now it's on the knot, who cares? Okay, come on, Floyd. Just go away and leave us alone and let somebody else share the take the spotlight in which your 37-year-old ass is occupying. You are tuned to the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Little JB, James Brown, Godfather of Soul, taking us to the break. Check the clocks. Eight minutes past the hour. joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone at just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 
If you've ever imagined yourself in Hawaii, YMT Vacations will make your dreams come true. With a perfect climate, breathtaking scenery, and exquisite beaches, you can experience paradise with YMT on a 13-day four-island tour. Feel the warm sand beneath your toes on Oahu. Smell the flowers and see the brilliant colors of Kauai. Discover spectacular waterfalls and lush tropical foliage on Maui. Or picture yourself strolling the black sand beaches of the Big Island. YMT Vacations offers weekly departure dates with beautiful hotels on all four islands. Baggage handling, tour guide drivers, sightseeing, flights between the islands, and free time to relax. For details and reservations, call YMT at 1-888-400-5770. Don't miss out on this trip of a lifetime at the guaranteed lowest price from only $1,649 plus tax. Low-cost airfare available, too. Call today, one 888 Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. After a game... He always made sure we had a couple extra beers. Old school ring talk. Check it. 30 years ago. Man. That was the theme. You are tuned to the longest running fight show in history. Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated, but <laughs> never duplicated. Of course, the, uh, we rock every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, a plethora of internet platforms like iTunes, TuneIn.com, Stitcher.com. I can go on and on, but the bottom line is there's no excuse for you not to listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and take it anywhere you go. Via your tablet or your smartphone. Just go to iHeartRadio.com, download the iHeartRadio app, and then bang! You can take Ring Talk anywhere you go, 24-7, and you can listen to the show both live and delayed. I mean, we're giving it all to you. Ring Talk 24-7, iHeartRadio. Straight up, big UFC fight last night. Of course, we'll talk about that as we go uh, on with the show in hour number two. But the world of boxing, you know, right now we've got a world heavyweight champion that a lot of people really don't know, or they really don't like, because he's... A foreigner, and unfortunately, he's from Russia originally, Ukraine, and and now fighting out of Germany. I'm talking about Vladimir Klitschko, and you have to use the word the great Vladimir Klitschko because he hasn't lost in like almost 11 years. I mean, come on, it's a long time; hasn't been dropped in almost a decade, and um, better than a decade. And you've got to really say that you know he learned how to box. You know, he was a fighter per se. He was, he was a fighter. I mean, he was tall and he was gangly. And he was six foot seven, but 
he tried to fight. He tried to fight like a welterweight, you know, in, in the in the mold of a Ray Leonard maybe or or Roberto Duran or something like that. And he just couldn't do it. You can't do that kind of stuff. Throw punches like that you know, as a heavyweight. He tired out against Ross Purity, and then he was he was stopped there, and he was stopped against Lehman Brewster and Corey uh, Corey uh, the late Corey Sanders. But I have to tell you, when you look at the overall picture, when Emmanuel Story came in and taught him how to basically utilize his size and how to use his his body. I mean, he's six foot seven. If I was six foot seven, or I put it this way, if I had that kind of height advantage in the hundred and forty pound weight division that he has over the other heavyweights in the world. I would have never lost a fight. There's no excuse to lose a fight if you're that big. I'm sorry. Well, maybe if you're Tyson Fury or, or David Price, the guy that had all that. I had all that stock. And remember the British heavyweight has been knocked out a couple of times now? Yeah, he's got a soft head. Not a soft jaw, a soft head. And Tyson Fury making all that noise about the uh, wanting to meet the current WBC heavyweight title holder, Deontay Wilder, 33-0 out of Alabama, 33 wax. But... You know, I don't know. Take that back, 32 wax. I just don't know. Deontay Wilder, the jury's still out on him. I think that he's another guy. If he wasn't six foot seven, he wouldn't be even holding a portion of the heavyweight title. And you have to recognize Klitschko, the WBO, the IBF, the WBA title. I mean, you have to recognize him as the world heavyweight champion. Unfortunately, or fortunately, there are different sanctioning bodies in the world of boxing, three or four of them of note. The uh, WBO, the World Boxing Organization, a sponsor of this show, WBOboxing.com. And there's a WBA, which is like the oldest. And there's a WBC, the World uh, Bunko and Chicanery down there in Mexico City, run by Mauricio Suleiman. Mauricio, I'm just kidding. Not. Anyway, uh, the world, the WBA, my name for them was the the, uh, World of Bunko and Anarchy. And then, of course, then, of course, the International Boxing Federation. And, you know, their leader went to jail, Bob Lee Sr., for a few years for accepting bribes from uh, people like Bob Arum. And, of course, Don King wasn't fingered in the case, but Bob Arum admitted such in a U.S. Department of Justice affidavit that he bribed Bob Lee to the tune of $150,000. Of course, uh, Bob Arum didn't get tried for that. He didn't go to jail for it. Nothing happened. He wasn't suspended. I think the Nevada City Athletic Commission put him on probation. He couldn't be on stage for any of his promotions for a few months. But that's, 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 that's what happens in the world of boxing. When you hand down the penalty, it's really not a penalty. Speaking of penalties, I'm telling you, Brian Jennings, Brian Jennings, of course, he's going to challenge Klitschko. He's 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 in, he's going to be in the penalty box. I'm serious. Real quick, I don't see this fight lasting very long at all. Of course, the kid's from Philadelphia. He's an undersized heavyweight. When you want to fight a guy that's six foot seven, I just don't think he's got it. I think that you've got to be a little slicker than him. He's more of a methodical type of guy, and I don't think you can. A methodical fighter is going to be a smaller, a smaller methodical fighter is going to beat a fighter like Vladimir Klitschko. It's just not going to happen. Okay, It's just not going to happen. Okay, Stavern, you look at the way Berman Stavern fought Deontay Wilder. Had he let his hands go, things might have been a little different. But, you know, when you're getting pounded on, when you're getting rocked from those those long, long right hands, and you know, Wilder's at six foot seven, has got good leverage on his punches. He really does, as far as the right hand's concerned. No left hook. Absolutely no left hook at all. He tried to hook a few times and when he does hook, when he does throw combinations, again, six foot seven gets all gangly in this and that, and that's just not good, okay? I mean, he, you leave yourself open, you get cracked on a counter punch, and Stavern not throwing too many punches, and that was the telltale of that fight. I mean, that, that's what it was all about. Bermern's not throwing punches, but the reason why he wasn't throwing punches is that he was rocked early on by Deontay Wilder, and from that point forward, I think he was in a bit of a fog. Of course, the fight did go 12 rounds. 
but I thought he lost every round. And at the end of the day, Berman Severn checked into a Las Vegas hospital. Uh, the next day, Don King, of course, with his last world-class fighter. That's right, the 83-year-old promoter, originally out of Cleveland, Ohio. Of course, he uh, once convicted murderer, but he was pardoned, right? He was pardoned. That means it never happened. Anyway, uh, and then, of course, he killed another man who had robbed one of his uh, gambling establishments, killed him. But so, you know, Don's not the type of guy, if, if he told you, look, I'm going to kill you, you take him seriously. Like Ron Lyle. Ron Lyle was a former heavyweight cha- uh, heavyweight title holder. Came real close with Muhammad Ali back in the 70s, I think 75, somewhere around there, and uh, 76. And um, Ron Lyle, you know, Ron Lyle killed somebody and spent time in the joint for, of course, out of Colorado. The nicest guy in the world. But Ron and I were training side-by-side at Johnny Taco's gym, the ringside gym on Maine and Charleston in Las Vegas back in the 1980s. And I told him. Ron, if you ever said you were going to kill me, I'd take you seriously. Straight up, one of the nicest. That's what's so funny is that you could never imagine Ron Lyle. I mean, if, if his disposition, could never imagine him being violent and killing anybody or anything like that. Just one of the nicest guys in the world. And I think that's one of the true things about the world of boxing, per se, and boxers as a whole. I mean, as a whole, per se, they're great guys. They're humble guys, okay? NFL players, maybe not so. Uh, but sorry, shot at the NFL. But no, boxers on a whole, they're very nice guys and they're humble. And you usually have to push them very hard to get them to do something, you know, assertively or aggressively. In other words, uh, most guys know they can fight and they don't need to, to, to fight vicariously or uh, through through pit bulls or, or that kind of stuff. You just don't see it. You don't see too many guys like that. Speaking of guys that pit bulls, how about this? Gerald McCullen. Yeah, he was hurt like 20 years ago. February 25th in that fight with Nigel Ben over in the U.K., defending, I think, the WBC 168-pound title. Of course, he was with Emmanuel Stewart, and they left Emmanuel and went with somebody else, and the fight should have been stopped in the first round when he knocked Nigel Ben like, into the fourth row, and it didn't happen. And, you know, and now he's, like, he's damaged. Of course, I went back there and did a benefit with him in Rockford, Rockport, Rockford? Yeah, Rockford, Illinois. Rockford or Rockport, Illinois, one or the other. Anyway, outside of Chicago, Jerry Cooney and I flew in. Cooney flew in from the east. I flew in from the west. And we did this benefit for him. I guess it was about 15 years ago. And it raised some money. And Gerald McCullen, of course, being taken care of by his sister, Lisa McCullen. But, you know, he was in a hospital for a few months over there in, in the U.K. And they had to fly him in an ambulance over across the pond. And he's, he's, he's crippled and he's blind and he doesn't hear all that well. And it's just, it's really, really ugly. But the 25th of February will mark the 20-year anniversary, if you can call it that. And Lisa McCullen is trying to throw something together as far as charity is concerned back there on the East Coast. And we will talk with, take it back, in uh, Illinois. And we'll talk with her on the show next week. So Lisa McCullen will be here with a an update on Gerald McCullen. You don't hear about him anymore. In other words, you know, this is what happens, is that once you're, you know, uh, once you're out of the limelight, out of sight, out of mind. I mean, people don't think about this guy. This guy was like almost, just, he was almost killed in a boxing ring. In fact, some people think, well, maybe it was better off. The guy. No, no, no. He's, he's living in a somewhat okay life, at least the last time I saw him. He was, okay? And like Lisa told me, everything's still about kosher and about on the same par that it was back then. But Lisa says that we're just getting older. Yeah, we're all getting older, baby. You are tuned to the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. This is a little East Bay soul. The trumpet you hear is the great Greg Adams, graduate 1968 Westmore High School, Daly City, California, original member of Tower of Power, my man, Greg, cutting up on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Next up, we're talking NFL, sort of. 
Yeah, NFL and, and boxing on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio. You tune to the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Who did you let down today? Your wife? Your kids? Well, how about yourself? Take a look in the mirror. If you're tired of your drug and alcohol problem, you need to fix the problem and right now before you hurt or kill yourself or worse yet, somebody else. Call the addiction specialist now at the Detox and Treatment Helpline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have private insurance, we specialize in finding you the right treatment. When you call right now, you'll speak to a recovering addict who understands what you're going through right now. Let us help you break your addiction to drug and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential and free. So if you have private insurance, take five minutes of your time. Call right now. I promise it'll change your life. 866-490-3992-866-490-3992-866-490-3992. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE, 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge and at the bottom is bankruptcy and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. When it's lights, camera, action, it's time to get the fans entertainment. The fans want to be entertained. I mean, when I'm home, I'm like anyone else. I'm just normal. Spend time with my children. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I don't want to, to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I, I can give a good fight, you know, to, to make people happy, and uh, I just do my best. 
Check it, 25 and a half minutes past hour. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Hour number one and two of the Sunday show, of course. Two hours on Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. An hour of boxing and an hour of mixed martial arts. And then Saturday, the Saturday show is an hour. And we combine both boxing and MMA. Of course, we talk a little pro wrestling on occasion. Right now, we'll talk, of course, about the NFL and the fact that the NFL is in the air. And, you know, NFL, a lot of the NFL guys, or there's a few NFL guys that have tried their hands at professional boxing. Before I get to that, let's introduce my guest, the great, the one only, Bob Spagnola. Bob, how the heck are you, buddy? What do you say, Pete? Pete? Great to be here. It's good to be, you know, we don't get to spend time with each other like we did when we were younger, so this is sort of cool we get to do radio together. Absolutely. Okay. Um... Guys that have fought. First of all, let's talk about Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather. Is this? I mean, originally there wasn't any negotiations, and there were. Then there were, you know, Aaron was saying they were signed. Contracts were signed. Larry Merchant was saying he's negotiating with himself, and essentially he was for a while there. And now, basically, they've talked this week, but it doesn't seem like that's going forward. Mayweather says no. Well, listen. Take a step back a little bit, and I think you know. You know, Massa Bob can't stand to be, you know, a, a non-issue. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, honestly, that Al Heyman's holding all the cards. You know, he's got the guy that makes the whole thing happen. There is no, uh, you know, there there are other options for Mayweather, which are could be interesting. And uh, regardless of whether they're interesting or not, he's driving the car. So, it, uh, you know, I mean, it's almost like somebody's going to make someone, you know, be belittled and, and humiliated, which, you know, the, the, the power struggle in this thing is certainly bigger than both of us. But but I feel like, you know, when Heyman has everything he wants in the deal and, and is ready to make it happen, that it'll happen. But in the meantime, uh, I mean, you know, how many times has Mayweather brought this thing up like, you know, like the other side has brought it up. I mean, it's obviously, you know, after the loss to Marquez, I think this is, you know, is a lot more important to Manny Pacquiao than it is to Floyd Mayweather, and therefore, you know, all the strength in the negotiation goes to Mayweather's side. Al Heyman, people don't know who Al Heyman is. Al Heyman is a former music promoter. People like First Edition and Bobby Bobby Brown and people like that. He promoted them back in the day and made quite a few bucks. Now he's a an advisor in boxing, but he's he's been given the Manager of the Year award by the Boxing Writers of America, those fine lads in New York City. And I wonder how can he be given the Manager of the Year award when he's never had a manager's license in his life? You know, listen, I I uh, you know some of the Boxing Writers of America I've known for for years and 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 have some degree of respect for, but mostly as an organization, I have very little if any respect for them they're a self-anointed group and they you know they're always there at the buffet you know so they're, they're always eating from someone's plate while they claim to be you know journalists i think a lot of them are a lot closer to urinalist with a u good enough we're but, talking uh, but they you know so so uh you know the when who they give an award to or whether you know managing wise to me a manager would never pit two of his own fighters against each other that's just i mean how many times in the whole history of the game have we ever heard that uh, that's not what managers do so it's it's hard to describe al as a manager but uh you know i mean listen he is a brilliant guy that's been incredibly successful 
And, uh, you know, in spite of a lot of his detractors, uh, he's, you know, in the mu- music business, evidently what he did, because we would know from the passing of our old friend, Sid Kushner, who had been indicted for his uh, <laughs> efforts to, uh, by the federal government, for his efforts to control these various venues yeah. uh, that, that his music acts would play in, because people always want to control when they're looking to take it to the next level. And Cedric was trying to control some upstate New York venues in Syracuse and Rochester to only do business with him, because if you had the venue, then you had the only place that the act could perform at in that city and uh, and it was a big deal al Heyman, strangely enough some years later came in and broke when you, you know when a music act used to go to new orleans they'd have to deal with the messinas when they went to cleveland they'd have to do with such and such when they went to you know nashville they had to deal with such and such various promoters in these cities Heyman put these tours together for his for his acts that that circumvented these various promoters in each city and put these acts in a much better position to earn a lot of money at each whistle stop. And I think that that's why he had incredible success in that industry. He kind of broke the stranglehold on how it had been done for a hundred years. And in a lot of ways, I mean, and I don't really know what he's going to do because it's a, you know, he's a very secretive Svengali type guy, but I don't think we've seen the last of the surprises around him, and and we'll just have to see. One thing I can say for sure that a lot of kids are getting paid a little more money than they used to be getting paid. You know, when you look at Massa Bob Arum and Miguel Cotto, Cotto breaks from Aaron, and in his next four fights he makes more than he's made in his entire career. You know, being controlled, you see these fighters trying to break this stranglehold that they're put into with this right of first and last refusal clauses. This stuff is... This is, you know, I mean, when fighters start to break the stranglehold that they're being put in, in order to play, you got to sign this. That's that's changing the business. And I think we can all agree it needs a little changing. Talking about Al Heyman, of course, having a, a series on Spike TV going back to NBC. Has the card been moved from Madison Square Garden to Las Vegas on March 7th or what? You know? I have no idea. Because I'm looking. I, at, I don't unless I have somebody directly involved in it. I have no idea, and oftentimes when I have somebody directly involved in it, I have no idea till I read it online. So, I wouldn't claim to know what's going on with that. Okay, you pushed my brain a couple of minutes ago and taught, brought a manager, a manager that pitted both guy, two of his guys against each other. Julio Hernandez, the late Julio Hernandez. Uh, Carlos Zarate was his longtime manager, and he also managed Lupe Pintor. And he put Zarate in with Pintor, and then he, he, he allegedly bought a couple of the judges because the decision was really, really, really bad. Uh, Zarate was leaving Coyo right after that fight, but Pintor ended up taking the title. Of course, Zarate, disgusted, retired for a few years, came back, and he, he wasn't much of what he was. But that was the that was probably that's the only time I could think of a manager having guys on both corners. Well, listen, on a little bit of a closer, you know, more current uh, uh, comparison, we have to think of James Prince, okay, and the fight between Dawson and, you, you, you know, your namesake there, not your namesake. Andre Ward. 
Andre Ward, you know, that James Prince had managerial interests in both fighters. And I think James Prince had managerial interests in both Diego Corrales and Mayweather at the time that they fought. So those are some uh, more recent comparisons, uh, you know, but, but in, in the business, you know, generally you, you and, and there's been some compelling matchups that could be made if guys weren't stable mates and uh, even brothers. But, uh, you know, that that's, those didn't happen because of the, uh, you know, more important uh, aspects of the match. But, but, you know, it's just a very atypical situation that you deal with. And, uh, you know, pitting stable mates and, and guys that are under the same management, it's just not a... Uh, it's just a non-starter generally, and when you see it happening, I don't think that you know the the job description of a manager really fits into that. You know, uh, Al Heyman, I, I think he's good for boxing. The fact that you stated that fighters are making more money, and that's what this is all about for me. Uh, the fighters making more money; they're taking the risk. And a lot of guys, you know, sitting there with the, so the old imagine the old guy sitting there with a the cigar, collecting all the money. That's still the way it is, except they don't smoke cigars anymore. But um, the bottom line is now Al Heyman's paying these fighters. And it looks like Jay-Z and his promotional group, I think it's IROC, I think or Rock Nation, they're going um, to they're gonna, they're gonna spend some money. Well, listen, and all of that, uh, you know, all of that, you know, feeds the flame. You know, I mean, it, it, you know, when, when one person has all the power, you know, then the spigot plus their organization and all the people that they have to take. I mean, look at the UFC. That's a perfect example of it. There's a centralized uh, control, and and they, you know, so the fighter, and they pit these guys against each other. They even put them on network TV in a negotiation. What's the matter? You don't have the eye of the tiger, man. You, you know, because, hey, because I don't want to fight him for no money. Or, you know, I really feel like I should be compensated better than that for getting hit in the head and having permanent damage. So, you know, hey, but then they, they, they put these guys on the spot and, and uh, you know, I mean, listen, every match, you know, somebody's got a little bit more to gain than the other person. And that's what negotiations are all about. But when the same guy owns everybody, then those negotiations become a bit one-sided. Bob Spagnuolo is our guest, of course. Al Heyman, Jay-Z, entering the world of boxing. I think this is going to be great. He's got Dave Isquitz working for him, and Isquitz is a pretty smart guy. He's a pretty smart young man. Not so young anymore. I knew him when he was a kid working at HBO for Ludabella. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, a plethora of Internet platforms like iTunes, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com, but straight up, Go to iHeartRadio, download their app, and take Ring Talk Live Worldwide anywhere you go on your tablet or your smartphone. iHeartRadio and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And you can hold your man. Hold your man. Hold your man. Oh. You don't get so confident that there's nothing you want to know. Because about the time you lose your thing, then you got to blow. You know you got what it takes. 
complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Today, investors need to secure and protect their life savings. With government spending out of control, they continue to print money to cover the ever-increasing debt, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. American Bullion offers a hassle-free opportunity to transfer any portion of your existing IRA or previous 401k to a gold IRA for your protection. Take advantage of the lower gold prices today and enjoy the long-term security and hedge against inflation that gold and silver can provide in an IRA. Thousands of others have trusted American Bullion to transfer their IRAs into gold, and you can too. Call American Bullion today and discover the stability, protection, and peace of mind that a gold IRA can bring. Call American Bullion today at 800-576-1046 for a free consultation and receive their free IRA rollover guide, which offers the best information on gold IRAs. Keep your life savings safe and sound when you can. Call 800-576-1046. That's 800-576-1046 for your free gold IRA guide. Calling all motorheads. It's time to rise up and pay homage to the Freak Nation. Or just flip your fat radio on to Speed Freaks every Sunday night at 7 Pacific on the Sports Byline USA Network. Join me, Kenny Sargent, with Statman and Crash Gladys for a freak of a good time as we drop in on the biggest names in motorsports from IndyCar to NASCAR, the drags to Supercross, and a big-time rock and roll band from time to time. That's Speed Freaks, Sunday night to 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. I'm not saying that Asian people look alike, but you know it's got to be the easiest job in the world. Has got to be one of those police sketch artists in Hong Kong. I mean, come on. No matter who you decide to draw. That's the guy. Of course that's the guy. He's five foot one. He's got a haircut like Mo and he's Chinese. What if we narrowed it down to a billion people? We should find him by sunset. Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. You know, I'm just excited. Uh, just excited to be back. I wish we could do a fight every night. You know me, Pedro. The guitar of the very talented Jeff Tamalier, Pittsburgh, California. Bring us back from the break. Saw him at the Guitar Center a couple weeks ago. Looking good. Recovering from some illness. But Jeff Tamalier, a tough dude. Former guitar player at Tower of Power and... Uh, the Starship. Want to mention, uh, mention that was Nick Charles. I'm part of that clip coming back to the late Nick Charles, Mr. CNN, of course, 
the Showtime uh, Showbox, uh, Face of Showbox boxing there before he passed away from cancer a few years ago. And the comedian was the great Bobby Slayton, my hero. You're tuned to the another hero on the line from uh, Texas. Another hero is named Bobby. Bobby Spagnuolo. Bob, basketball players. Of course, we've had some basketball players that have turned pro, but NFL's in the news. There have been some pro football players or some football players that have turned uh, professional boxer. You had Alonso Highsmith. How did that go? And how do you develop a guy that's not a boxer? How did that go? How did he become a boxer? Well, uh, Alonzo's dad, Walter Highsmith, and I were friends. He was the football coach at Texas Southern University here in Houston. And uh, great guy, you know, been a, been a big-time football player himself. And, and his boy, Alonzo, was a, was a prodigy uh, and uh, been a great football player. I don't know if you remember back in the day, but he averaged over six yards a carry carry in the in the heated rivalry of uh, University of Miami and Notre Dame and then this is when Notre Dame was really uh, you know at their best of the modern era and uh, they they had great games but nobody could could stop Highsmith he was a vicious blocker and a great runner and just a monster of a man and uh, you know his dad was an offensive tackle so uh, but uh, you know he blew out his knee. He signed for a huge amount of money uh, in uh, to get into the NFL. I believe he was the second overall pick, and uh, and it was also very close in the running for the Heisman Trophy. So you know he 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 went and eventually was signed by Houston initially, and ended up going to Dallas, where his high college coach Jimmy Johnson was building that uh, dynasty that they had in Dallas. But he blew out his knee, and after a stopover in Tampa Bay, he ended up back home with not a lot to do, and he was gaining some weight. And his father brought him down to the gym, and my ex-mentor and uh, coach that I loved so much, Al Potato Pie Bolden, uh, you know, brought him brought him in. His father brought him in, and we started working together. He was a huge draw down here, very well-liked. And, uh, you know, the football thing drove the media. So he was packing the house, and I obviously protected him, uh, which he needed protection because he was a novice. You know, I mean, he never had a glove on in his life before he came to the gym. He was a hard worker. But we, we protected him, and, and uh, but he, he, listen, I think he had some fun. He made a little bit of money, and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, it was the the fight with Gastineau obviously was really the kind of the culmination of his career. It's a fight we very much wanted because <clears throat> Gastineau was, uh, I mean, you know, he was a very highly touted athlete himself. And uh, but when it came right down to it, there was no comparison between the work that Alonzo had done and the and the work that uh, Mark Gastineau had done. But uh, dealing with that was. Uh, you know, Gastineau was tied up with the movie starlet. I forget her name. Bridget Nielsen. Yep. Bridget. You know but, what I couldn't uh, understand? You know, I interviewed him. I, I did a couple of his fights with uh, Lou Falcino. He had him, Momentum Promotion, something like that, back in, in New York. But Lou had him, and uh, it was a little bit of a freak show. And I did some interviews with him, and, and I was interviewing him, and one eye was looking at him, and the other eye was looking in another direction. So I knew that he had some neurological issues even before, you know, this 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 boxing career, of course, and it was it was perpetrated on a fraud. I mean, the late late was it Elvis. What was his name? The guy down there, uh, Elvis. Uh, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to forget it. But, <laughs> uh, but he was, uh, you know, the guy I dealt with was Jimmy Glenn. Okay. And Jimmy Glenn is one of the great gentlemen and great yeah. boxing men of the, of the modern era. New York, New York, and uh, and he was training Mark, and also had a relationship uh, with uh, with Brigitte, who who uh, you know saw that he was a you know kind of a father figure and a real mentor, and and uh, to to Mark, and you know they they were trying. They listen. Everybody's got their life, and obviously Gastineau, I don't think ended up in a great place, but but uh, yeah, I know I remember the Elvis that you're talking about with Burt Cooper and. And Gastineau. They were smoking crack in China. Yeah. They were smoking crack in, in we were we went to uh the Beijing March February nineteen ninety three. And the, the Chinese police are following us everywhere. Okay, they've got tour guides, I mean everywhere. Everywhere we go, it's the Chinese police or the mafia, I kid you not, nineteen ninety three in Beijing. And he was part of that. And he was on one floor and he says to me, he goes, he says, he says to me in the, in the nightclub downstairs, he goes, Hey, you guys want to come up upstairs to get high? I said, what are you talking about? Oh, we've got some blow because we can snort it or smoke it. I went, you gotta be kidding. They kill people. Not that I would ever do cocaine. But they kill people over here. Okay. For that kind of stuff. So I took my date and I, and I fled the disco, but yeah, he was smoking crack over him and Bert Cooker. You gotta be, listen, you gotta be absolutely insane. And he's dead now. Of course, he was shot to death by Terry Anderson. And the reason why he was shot by Terry Anderson was that that Anderson um, threw a fight against Gaston. was that was the tale? That was the culmination well, that of was, that, right? It was towards the end of that whole uh, uh, economic uh, experience with the two of those guys. Anderson felt like he'd been stiff the first time, and then there was supposed to be a rematch. And it was, uh, yeah, that was. Listen, I mean, what a sordid deal, even by our standards in the fight game. But it, it was. Uh, it was well. Listen, one of the great experiences I had Lou Savarese fighting in Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, on a I think it was a USA show that Ron Weathers had, and Ron Weathers had a relationship with these fools. And up comes a stretch limo, and out comes Elvis and Burt Cooper. You know, obviously, all of them were quite intoxicated, and they come barreling up to the front desk, and and uh, and, and 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 Elvis said, "I got the champ! I got the champ!" And everybody stops in there watching, and he's loud talking to people. You know, Birmingham, Alabama, not a, it was in a boxing. Uh, it was actually the town that Ron Weathers grew up in. That's how we ended up there. But he was screaming. Had everybody paying attention. He's there. I'm with the champ. The champ gets anything he wants. The champ. This is our house. Right? Loud, loud talking to everybody. And, they, and Cooper eventually gets checked in and goes to his room. And quietly, because I was in the process of checking in, Elvis comes back to the front desk. He said, listen, no incidentals to that room at all. Don't even turn on the phone. I'm not responsible for anything. <laughs> yeah, this is, that's the real right there. Hey, wait, wait. I, I remember I, I was uh, in charge of checking everybody out of a hotel in Puerto Rico. And I checked out Alex Ramos and a couple other people, but Alex Ramos for sure. And I checked out his bar and I looked at his, his mini bar and it was all stock full of stuff. So I put, you know, the X on it and the online yards. We walked out of the room. What he had done was he had poked holes in the bottom of these cocktail cans, drained all the cocktails out of them, and then filled them back up with water and took toilet paper and stuffed them, uh, stuffed little holes. I kid you not, Alex Ramos. I was I was aghast because, of course, I was taken to task by the management for, for approving this room. And then, of course, this was Harold Smith's gig over there in Texas, over there in Puerto Rico. He was a little bit upset. But, yeah, that, that was a crazy move in the, in the, uh, in the, uh, the mini bar series. We've seen it all. Yeah, we've seen it all. Now, speaking of seeing it all, I want to mention uh, 
Highsmith went 27-1 and with 22 KOs. That's not too bad. And uh, the not-so-talented <laughs> Mark Aston went 15-2 and with 15 whacks. Um, too Tall Jones. Who did he remember? He fought that he came out and he fought that that Mexican Indian guy and he got exposed there on on television. They were pushing him. The former Dallas Cowboys lineman. Remember they're pushing him hard and then boom, he just he flopped. Well, you know something. He uh, too tall, Jones. I had the chance to meet him and what a what an incredible gentleman. And uh, he he was. You know, I think. Yeah, listen, the the light burned so bright. It was yaki. Uh, Yes. Menendez or Mendez? Or... Yes, that, that he fought there in El Paso. And I remember the famous picture of, of uh, Tutal on his knees, you know, or on his two knees uh, it, it, where he had been dropped with a looping shot and, uh, and, and his opponent standing next to him. And even though Ed was on his knees, he was still taller. <laughs> and it was just, listen, you, you take a, it's so much of this is staging, but when you take a short, blubbery guy, even if he can fight, and there are guys that look out of shape that do have ability, and you put him with a tall, statuesque guy, it's, you know, we call it a mutton Jeff, and it just never works because, you know, if, you, if the big, beautiful guy slaughters the, the uh, little portly guy, they swear it's a mismatch, but if the big, statuesque guy struggles with the little portly guy, it's like a, it's like a death sentence because everybody can remember that regardless of the, you know, innate ability of him. But too tall, a real gentleman, it's just, listen, you don't just start boxing and go on national television. You know, Highsmith, we kept him away trying to let him develop some kind of a skill set. And, and uh, you, know, it, you know, Too Tall was on CBS. I mean, what people don't remember was who handled Too Tall Jones. Do you remember? Nope. Tell me. David Wolf. Good old Dave. Dave had the greatest hairpiece in the history of boxing. Listen, David Wolf, who had been, you know, who had Ray Mancini, and a lot of people loved Ray Mancini, but David Wolf was not a lot of fun to deal with. He was a screamer, and the minute that things didn't go his way, he would tell everybody, pack their bags, we're leaving. It was it was just all or nothing at all, and uh, and too tall. Yeah, listen, he just wasn't ready for that bright light, but he always said uh, that the, the time that he spent in boxing and the conditioning and the training – really helped him when he went back into football because it's just, you know, he'd lost some weight and, uh, you know, the agility that he gained skipping rope and working the floor in boxing, he, he always attributed that to the great years that he had in the NFL after he came back from boxing. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. This hour, of course, in our next hour, we'll switch uh, subjects. We'll talk about the USC, the USC 183, USC 184, the world of mixed martial arts. Ronda Rousey taking over the main event February 28th at the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. Watch that chick sell the joint out. Watch her sell the, I kid you not. Watch this little girl from Southern California. Only got nine, ten fights, but watch her sell out the entire arena February 28th live on pay-per-view. Ronda Rousey taking on Kat Zagano. So Charlie Powell, didn't he play for the Niners? Would he play for the Niners? You know, I yeah yeah. I think I it was the Niners. So, and and I thought had some connection to the Washington Redskins as well. But but he evidently was a real fighter. When you look at his record, he went right in. I think he'd had some amateur experience before uh, he played uh, in the NFL. Uh, which made him different than these other guys because most of these guys never had a glove on. And, you know, it's just such a huge 
uh, as we could see with Mitchell, the Michigan State linebacker that uh, that fought as a professional heavyweight recently. It, it, it's a very tough experience is everything in every sport, and we know that. And when you don't have any, and you get in there with guys that it's it's no place to learn on the job. Yeah, a lot of guys have tried boxing. Duke Slater, former professional NFL player, offensive tackle for three teams back in the 30s. I mean, he tried boxing. A lot of guys have tried boxing. Dick Tiny Pal tried it, a, an NFL player, a professional, professional football player in 1929, and he tanked. He got lit up in his first fight. So it's not an easy transition. And like you're right, you know, people don't understand that. Like when I look at Deontay Wilder, I don't see him fighting from, from instinct. I see him fighting from being taught. There's a little bit of a difference. I mean, I just think that when when things go crazy, and I think the the spit hits the fan, I think he might come apart. I just, you know, if he wasn't six foot seven, he wouldn't have beat Stavern, in my opinion. What do you think of that? Well, you got to use the the that you've got to use what you have. You know, if you're short and stocky, you know, you don't want to rely on range. You know, but but the point is, listen, let's give props while we have a chance to Mark Breland, one of the all time. One, possibly the greatest amateur of the modern era to come out of the United States, a class act and a gentleman. Uh, you know, I mean, it was just he, he was such a tremendous amateur that what he accomplished as a professional was was, uh, you know, wasn't up to the what they had, uh, you know, what what the press releases were. But but a great fighter, a great gentleman and now a great trainer. And who could be better to show someone how to you know some trainers they put their style on everybody that they have some trainers they they work with what they got but this is a perfect match of a guy with a long and let's a shout out to jd's too the the guy that discovered this kid that that brought him been along with him the entire time and uh listen you gotta you gotta smell the roses when you get and the roses bobby all the best you say hello to the wife i gotta run the tower says we got a commercial break coming all the best talk soon okay Bob Spagnola, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Sports Byline USA. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure your process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Attention, if you've had hip replacement surgery and suffered any complications, you need to listen to this important legal alert. Major manufacturers have made billions of dollars available to award legal claims for defective hip implants. Thousands of these defective hip implants have been recalled by various manufacturers. If you've had hip surgery and suffered complications, you may be entitled to receive significant compensation to help you deal with your complications. You may be eligible to receive money to help with medical expenses, lost wages, 
emotions and pain and suffering. Protect yourself by hiring an experienced trial attorney. Our partner law firms are experts in hip replacement surgery lawsuits. Find out now if you're eligible to receive any of the $2.5 billion hip settlement fund. Call now for free information. 800-296-1360. 800-296-1360. That's 800-296-1360. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229-800-631-9229-800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Fifty-eight minutes past the hour, we play taps for a fallen family member, member of the Ring Talk family for 25 years, the Great Wallette, the head of security for Yoshi's Oakland before that, Kimball's East in Emeryville, California. My buddy introduced me to people like Mr. Gold and the stylistics and the dramatics, and I danced in a cameo video that he invited me over there to do, of course. I uh, never made it to VH1 or anything like that, but me and Lisa Hernandez think we danced to to the same song like 10 or 12 times to get the video right. It was sort of cool, but Willette set all it up, and Willette passed away a week ago, and being a Muslim, he was buried immediately as per the the religion, and I I respect him for that, but I really wanted to pay some tribute to him, so that's why we're doing it here, and we will do something at Yoshi's in the near future. But the great Willette, he was a great, great man, a great family man, a father, and his, his wife that he left, she was really, really, she, she, she was there for him. I went and saw him when he was sick, and it was hard. It was hard on everybody, but, you know, she was truly a champion. Got to give Wallet's wife a lot of props. So this show is all about Wallet. Wallet, I'll always remember you. Kimball's East, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Till next time, peace, love, lots of respect.